The Bread and Butter podcast acknowledges the Yagara people and the Turbal people as the traditional custodians of Mainjin, the lands on which we record today. We pay our respects to the Yagara and Turbal elders, past, present, and emerging. This podcast is brought to you by Hey Al Productions. Did I say good? Just to get you into it one more time. Maybe just in case. Okay. Go. Bread and Better Podcast. Okay. Bread and Better Podcast. I feel like I am. Bread and Better Podcast. Hello and welcome to 2024. It's Jan 1st and we are ready to absolutely send it in the new year. For those new and old, we are the Bread and Better podcast. We love to talk all things women's holistic health and the impact on the next generation. I am Tegan, the fitness and nutrition half of the potty. And I'm Alex. I'm a mother of three and therefore the motherhood half of the podcast, as well as the producer. We welcome all of our listeners, new and old, to a new year of Bread and Better. As you are about to find out in this episode, we have huge goals for the podcast this year and we need your help to achieve them. Please head to wherever you listen to give us a rating or review to help us reach more women just like you. Today, we are starting the year in the most fitting way. We're going to do a quick reflection on the year that was and then we're going to talk about some planning for the year ahead. So we're going to briefly touch on some gratitudes and lessons from the year and then we're going to get into how to create a vision board or set some goals for your year to start working towards the big things that you want to achieve. So let's get straight into the episode. So we're going to start the way we always do with the best thing we ate but this time we're going to do the best thing we ate for the whole of 2023. We love a bit of food chat. Okay, do you want me to go first? Yeah, you go first. Okay, so I couldn't really narrow it down to one eating experience. So I think that I spoke about Walter's since we started the podcast and that's in Brisbane, Walter's Steakhouse. The pecan pie, the steak, the cream spinach, the mashed potato and that salad with the salami and the macadamia nuts. Yeah. Top five meals of my life, I think. Really? Yeah, it was really good. That's so good. Well. Uh, Mine was definitely top five meals of my life. Uh, It was in Japan at Sugar Hill in Kyoto. Just all around best dining experience. You can only fit like 14 people in the restaurant and they cooked the meal right in front of us and they were just all so lovely. The whole experience was amazing and I had their, is it like their famous or something teriyaki chicken, which was just the yummiest thing I've ever eaten and it had this like creamy potato sweet potato kind of thing on the side which I just can't explain anyway because it was so delicious and I'm not doing it justice but I think about it every day. Uh, One of my girlfriends told me that there's a cool place on the Gold Coast that does teriyaki bowls so I will look into that find out if it's gluten-free and dairy-free and then maybe we can go there. Yeah I'd love that. We thought we would start off with some of the things we were grateful for in 2023, as well as some of the lessons we learned. When we do these things, we like to go in blind so that we can react organically for you guys. 
So two of each things we are grateful for and lessons we have learned over the past year. And this is really timely because I just did my vision board with Julia and Sarah last night, which we do every year with two of my girlfriends. Um, And I had a lot of things on my vision board about change and about growth for the last year. And I think that that's been massive for me. So my first gratitude for this year was adopting a growth mindset over the year. So all the personal development work that I do, which really comes down to mindset just continuously levels up my reality and my life so I think it just actually blows my mind to reflect on how differently I think these days and how much positive change this has brought into my life yeah I think that's something we talked about was in our first or second episode when we were talking about like where you were Mm. 10 years ago when you were working in hospitality and you said you were quite negative yeah like even just over the last six months since we've been working together so much has happened for you already with that yeah like just in that short time like leaving at 45 and and growing your business where you have so yeah and I think like just that conscious decision to change how you think it's so much more impactful than people know and we were talking about it last night with the girls we were reflecting on it and one of the things that one of the girls put on her board was the saying let them yeah and it's just like when people are doing something that you don't like just let them and um we were reflecting on in the past how all of us would vent to each other when someone had like pissed us off and how we don't do that anymore because the only outcome of that is that we get worked up. Yeah. So it would kind of be like, oh, this happened and I'm so annoyed, blah, 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 blah. And then we would support each other in that and make each other feel validated, which is like good as friends and be like, oh my God, I can't believe that they treated you like that. But then we all have kind of collectively had this realisation that that thought pattern is not serving us in a positive way. So like even I'd have fine times where I'd like write something out to them and I'd just be like, no, this is just me thinking in this way for longer, which is only negatively impacting me. Whereas if you just like actively change your thought pattern to like not let things get to you or reframe it into a positive, it's just so fucking impactful. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Are you thinking like, oh, I could work on that? Yeah, I could work on it a little bit, but also I think I probably could adopt that in a sense of like once I've vented and gotten it all out, then I could stop. Yeah. But I think for me, I need to process it by getting it out to, and maybe select my audience accordingly accordingly and vent to them for like a healthy amount of time and then let it go rather than going on about it for a whole year, which I've done. Yeah, it's definitely like that's just, yeah, I, uh, that was a huge lesson for me. But yeah. that's just one example, like thinking about a growth mindset, like I'm thinking about like framing challenges as opportunities, like thinking that things are happening for a reason instead of thinking things are happening to me, like they're happening in order for me to grow in this way and I needed to have this lesson. And just, yeah, it's just been massive. Yeah, that's awesome. What was your first one? I'm just laughing at how trivial mine seems to you. I'm very grateful in 2023 for Barbie and Taylor Swift. But the reason for that is because I feel like finally with Barbie, this thing that I've loved my whole life, it's now okay to love the way that I do. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. like it was such a big part of my childhood, loved her through my teen years, loved her through my whole life. And now that's like acceptable. But yeah. I think it's like everything that she represents that like it's okay to be feminine if that's what you want to do. Like if you want to wear pink and you want to, 
you know, wear lipstick and be into all that girly stuff. It's okay. But like that doesn't have to make up your whole personality. Like it's okay to be a bit of both. Yeah. And then with Taylor Swift as well, just like the community that it's created and like the way that I've bonded with other friends over it and all of the content that Barbie and Taylor Swift created that I consumed all year was so positive and fun and uplifting and made me more creative. Like the podcast episodes that came out of it with like deep dives into it is all that stuff that I'm so into creatively. Are you, obviously you're grateful to Taylor Swift and Barbie, yeah. um, but you're grateful for what they represent yes. and how aligned they are with your values and these things that you have been really passionate about for a long time people are talking about. Yeah, 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 exactly. That's what I so mean. That's so that's re-sparked your passion. Yeah. And- and yeah. I made that like conversation that more people are willing to engage in, which is so important and so impactful. That's not trivial at all. Yeah, yeah. So it sounds sound trivial at first when you're like, oh, it's a pop star and a Barbie doll. But yeah, it's everything that they represent and just for feminism, which is obviously so important to me. And just like to have two powerful women killing it has just made me so happy. And for like Magnolia as well and watching her react to all of it. We were talking about it the other day about how Taylor Swift got named person of the year. Yeah. And Time Magazine literally said she's the main character of the world. Yeah. <laughs> which I loved. And Magnolia was in the car going, see, girls rule the world. Like girls are the best. This is amazing. And I was like, fuck yeah. Like they do. Yeah. That's such a good one. Yeah. Thank that you. That is so good. What's your next one? My next gratitude was for the people in my life. So I just feel like the people that I'm surrounded with now are just so my people, like the quality of conversations that I have, like my friends are at a point where they want to talk about how they better themselves, their passions, their business ideas, their self-development, their goals. Like it's just a very different change for when we're in our early 20s and you're talking about gossip and, you know, who did what on the weekend. I feel like being in uh, your early to mid 30s, it's just such a nice time with the people that are around you. So I really wanted to shout out to all of the people in my life. And like they say, they're the sum of the people that you spend you're the sum of the people that you spend the most amount of time with. And I feel like my personal growth is only amplified by the fact that all of my friends are on this journey of personal growth as well. And we're just like raising each other up and it's just fucking epic. Like just the conversations that I have now are so fulfilling. Yeah. And I love it. I love that. That's awesome. So mine is my family, like me, Kev and the kids just got to spend some like really good quality time together in 2023 so like we went to Japan for two weeks and Noosa as well for a week and I think just getting that time just the five of us is just so what we all need I think as a family we get to spend a lot of time together anyway because of Kev's work hours and Mm. because I work from home like we're really fortunate in that way but that's just definitely the most important thing to me in my life is watching them grow into these amazing little people and so I'm really grateful that we got to spend so much time together yeah that's so nice I think you'll never ever regret more time with your kids ever like that's definitely my biggest thing so next one is lessons so we're always learning and I like to say that there are no failures only lessons so do you want to go first with this one yeah I'll go first so 
my big lesson from 2023 was to back myself. Yeah, girl. (laughs) I think for the first time I really committed to something, our podcast, obviously, and my business. And I think it's the first time that I just didn't let self-doubt get in my way. And I was like, no, this is a good idea and this is going to work. And I've stuck to it and it's working. So it is working. Yeah, that's definitely my biggest lesson. And it was a long time coming. Yeah, I think you've been a big part of that. Oh, what's your one? So I put for my first one is that change is an amazing thing and that we shouldn't be afraid of it. And I feel like I spent most of my previous life uh, like fearing change, like there are only good things on the other side of change and surrendering and taking the leap just like literally unlocks so much potential. And there was heaps of things on my vision board this year around change, as I said. Um, So just leap, that's the lesson. And it's a really good one so much so that I just recently got it tattooed on my hand so that I can never forget. But I have had so much change this year. I've changed jobs to being full-time self-employed. I've changed cities. I've changed my mindset further. I've recently just changed my relationship status. But these are all things I might have been too scared to do in the past. However, I know now that I just need to lean into the change and trust that I've got my own back and that everything's going to work out exactly how it should. I think that's a really good one because everyone's scared of change. And I think once you stop fearing it so much, then amazing things happen. Yeah, I can definitely say that I was someone that was really afraid of change, like just really settled into a comfortable life. Yeah. But comfortable for me isn't good enough. It's just, yeah. It's not what you want. No. So this is a big one and I'm just going to touch on it really quickly. But uh, my second lesson was that the end of a relationship doesn't need to be something ugly or a failure. So Rhett and I made the decision to end our relationship quite recently and the whole thing has just been really mature and really amicable. Um, We tried hard to make it work and despite our best efforts, we realised that we'd just grown into different people and we don't work in a relationship anymore and that's okay. I'm just so proud of the way that both of us have handled it and then the level of self-trust that I have in myself that this is the right decision for us but I've never experienced the end of a relationship like this. Yeah, I've not witnessed the end of a relationship the way that you guys have. So like so much respect for each other. You genuinely want the best for each other moving forward. Mm. Yeah, you definitely should be proud of yourself. Yeah, I am. Obviously, it's really sad, but it's the right decision for both of us. And yeah, the whole process has been very civil and very amicable and it doesn't need to be nasty and yeah that's a really big lesson for me and you know that we both need to do what's right for us and I'm really proud of us yeah yeah sad but good job thanks all right let's talk about vision boards and future planning and I think Yeah, let's just get into it. So we're going to talk about the way that we plan for the year ahead because we approach it a little bit differently and there's no right or wrong way. Uh, But we want to give you a few ideas on how you can set out your 2024. So personally, I do a vision board and this is my fourth year of creating a vision board. I usually do it with the girls, uh, which we did last night. And it's very funny how the timing works out with everything. So we hadn't really booked in when we were going to do it and then we had plan to do this episode but then I'm staying in Brisbane at the moment so it all 
came into a line. So it's very fresh in mind for me to be able to talk about today. Yeah. It's pretty amazing the things that have come true for me from my vision boards. So, you know, there's been some really big stuff like starting my own business, building my online community, moving to the Gold Coast, places I wanted to travel to. And as we were talking about off air, you were saying like, obviously it's not the universe just magically providing me these things. It's also that I'm very driven and I keep these things front of mind and I make them happen, which I think a vision board is a really important tool for that as well. But there is some things that just some little things that surprise me. So I just wanted to share those. And it was funny us doing our vision boards last night because there was some things on there with the other girls as well that came in a different way to what they expected. So we were very intentional this time. So one of the little things that surprised me when I was reflecting on my vision boards over the last few years is that I worked with Meg as a mentor but two years before that I put her on my vision board and I didn't realize really yeah so she had obviously been working in the online space and I really liked what she was doing and then I had forgotten then it must have been the year after that I actually approached her to mentor me and yeah and she was a really instrumental part of me building my business so it's just so funny how things crop up like that and the other thing that I put in there and I didn't put anything material on this vision board this year. However, two or three years ago, I put on a pair of Gucci sneakers and I thought, I'm just going to put these Gucci sneakers on here. Yeah. And it wasn't in my budget to buy anything designer. I was transitioning from starting studying nutrition. So I was putting a lot of money into that at the time. However, then Julia and I started running the marathon and training for the marathon. So I put a dollar for every kilometer that I ran in my training prep into a bank account and then we kind of got to the point where we're like well this is a big like this is a big effort to run a marathon like it's a big commitment yeah and we should buy ourselves like a big gift something that we wouldn't buy something out of the ordinary yeah so I had plenty of money in there to go and buy a pair of Gucci sneakers that is so cool so I didn't know how I was gonna get there and when I started saving the money like that wasn't what the it was specifically for but I was like okay this money's here it's like to be spent on something that's a real splurge yeah and then, yeah, I bought the exact Gucci sneakers. And they're very nice. popped on there, yeah. And then it rained for <laughs> two years in Brisbane and I have hardly worn them because they're white canvas. <laughs> so as I was just saying, on my vision board, 2023, my biggest focus was getting uncomfortable and boy, did that happen. Yeah. But it's just been fucking epic. And then going into 2024, my biggest focus is on confidence and I fully believe that this is the key to my next level so right front and center of my vision board I have my big goal which is to be as confident walking into a room of strangers as I am a room of my best friends yeah and I think that that would probably surprise a lot of people probably not my best friends because I just roll in like hey I'm here yeah let's be larger than life but I do feel a bit anxious and awkward when I go to like social networking events and when I have to meet new people. So I'm going to really fucking challenge myself on that. And she's going to be a confident queen. Yeah, we're going to do some challenges on the podcast. 
<laughs> I'm excited. All right. So that's how I do it. And we're going to get into what is a vision board and how to create one in a second. But how do you set yourself up for the year? So mine is a bit different, but I'm excited to learn more about the vision boards. So mine is very practical, which might not surprise people. So I write my goals in my notes up. Yeah. And then I set daily mental health reminders in my phone. So you know how there's that reminders app. So I have daily ones that go off in the morning and at night. And at the moment, they're very like, so for 2023, they were make your bed and wash your face. Because at the beginning of 2023, I was going into it like I was depressed and really struggling. So I had read something that's really easy to do for your mental health is like make your bed and wash your face every day if you can just do like some little things like that. And it was at that stage where I literally like at night I couldn't I couldn't even get off the couch to wash my face. Mm. So once I set that reminder and I did it, then I'd be like, oh, good job. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? Like it, there was just like one little thing that I was doing to – I actually need to send you a podcast to listen to. So it's this fitness trainer. She's English that I follow and her podcast is called Nine Lives. And she talks about her journey from like quite severe depression and she does still struggle with her mental health uh, to where she is now, which is like she's running ultra marathons and running an online community. But she often talks about how like the first step is brushing your teeth. Yeah, I definitely relate to that. So this year my reminders are going to be more positive because I'm in a way better place. So yeah. I've got a few on there that um, more around like go for a swim, like go for a walk, cook something that I enjoy, stuff like that. So yes, I do the reminders. I have a weekly calendar on the fridge that is, well, it's two weeks. So that's for all of the kids' activities and play dates. And then monthly things go into my phone and like for the year ahead. So Yep. calendar app. So I guess across a few different things, Kevin and I start the year with a budget, which evolves every year. Now it includes a kid's birthday party section. Which right. is smart though, because yeah. like that's something that you want to spend money on. That's important to you. Yeah. And if you don't budget for it, it's going to come up and you're going to be like, yeah, and that's probably a good tip for parents parents entering kindy and prep because you your Oh, kids, you mean other kids' yeah, I mean birthday, other parties. Kids birthday parties. So smart. Yeah, because it is like a weekly expense just about when your kids start getting invited to so many parties. And it is something that like when our kids first started getting invited, we were like, oh my God, trust trying to find this extra money every week. The thought of going to a kid's birthday party every weekend makes you want to bang my head on the <laughs> table. I'm so sorry, but it is no, no, not no. for me. I was, I was the same at first especially when Oscar was in kindy every week I was like oh god kill me but now like especially the ones that are my friends kids and stuff I just see it as like a really fun opportunity to hang out with my friends yeah that's that's a that's a very clear distinction between kids and not having kids. yeah 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 for sure so yeah that's a good tip to put it into your budget this year I'm also doing the resilience project journal yeah love so I'm excited to see what comes from that and we're doing the family one with the kids as well so I love um, that yeah and then I also have a checklist which is things like setting up the kids dentist appointments and needles and health things for me as well so yep. yeah or basically I plan my life on my iPhone <laughs> Yeah, you yeah, that is very practical. And I do like the day-to-day, week-to-week, month-to-month things because organization is one of my highest values. Yes. So I think what Alex was saying is all really good. Like she has that goals in her notes app and then what she's done is she's breaking it down into how that looks on a day-to-day, month-to-month, 
week to week uh, level on how to achieve that. And that's pretty similar to what I do. Like I have my vision board and then I have all of the little organization pieces on how I get there every single day. And I think that preparation and planning actually creates freedom because if you are organized, like we both are, um, to know you know, where your money needs to go and where you need to be versus doing everything flying by the seat of your pants. Yeah. That actually ends up costing you more time in pure fucking chaos. And what's that saying? Failing to plan is planning to fail. Yeah, it's actually so true. So true. I even like to get my clients, and I think I've touched on this in a previous episode, to plan for their worst day. Yeah, you can. So I'm even like, yeah, so I'm even like planning for when I can't plan. Yeah. I think the only reason I don't have anxiety is because I'm so fucking organized. Yeah, yeah. And I think every year it probably gets. Better or worse, depending on your opinion. Yeah. I mean, different things work for different people, but for us, obviously, organization. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, So let's get into like what is a vision board. So for people who have kind of heard this thrown around and they think it's a little bit woo-woo and something that only, you know, hippies do for (laughs) manifestation, which I do believe in, but we'll get into that on another day. Essentially what it is, is it's a visual representation of what you want to achieve or what you want to get done yeah so that's all it is it's like seeing your goals in a visual form yeah so this could be like for your career for your travel for your purchases how you want to think like it's there's no right or wrong it's like what feels good for you yeah so I think personally like getting clarity on what you want makes it a lot easier to work towards these goals so if you know I had the goal of taking my business online like getting really clear on that then goes okay well I need to go and study this course and set up this business account and have a business name and make all these steps versus going I'd like to have a business like it's very ambiguous and it's very hard to work towards that and I just find having that visual reminder means that you're actively seeking the opportunities to make these things happen the you know idea of the reticular activation system where people you know people talk about manifesting a lot and attracting things that you want but there's also or universal intelligence but there's also this phenomenon that happens in your brain and I wish we had Emma here because she's the person that explained it to me and it just clicked straight away but it's like when you are clear on what you want to achieve you're consciously open to seeing those things and the opportunities that are out there yeah and the most simple way to explain it is when you say like I want a blue BMW all you will see is blue BMWs yes and is there more blue BMWs than before and that's such a fucking tongue twister why did I pick that (laughs) no there's exactly the same amount but because you're you've got clarity on that that you want one you start seeing them more yeah yeah and it's just like you you being tuned into the opportunities for that goal so I think for me having a vision board that I have in my office and I see all the time it gives me clarity on what my goals are it keeps in front of mind yeah. and then I'm more open to the opportunities that come towards me in alignment with those goals but also I'm more proactive in what I need to do to get to those goals yeah 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 that makes so much sense I was saying to Tegan off air before that I love the way she explains all of these concepts that normally I might not be very open to but um this is one of the reasons I wanted to do a podcast with you yeah and I think that everybody Everybody's like got their own ideas about spirituality and the universe and energy exchange and like on whatever level you believe in these things. There's also like some science to back it up. And that's why that really appealed to you. And you were like, yeah, that 
fucking makes sense yeah. versus me saying, you know, you just need to Put sit down and do a 10 minute visualization every morning of your dream podcast yeah. production company and it will come to you. The only reason, well, the reason that that visualization actually probably does work is not just because you're doing the visualization, it's because it's keeping it front of mind. Yeah. And then the opportunities that are coming up or the actions that need to be taken are also front of mind. So yeah. there's a lot of elements to it. And I think, you know, at whatever level you believe in this stuff, you can kind of see, okay, well, that makes sense. Or no, I don't want to buy into that. And that's absolutely your decision. This is just what I yeah, what works for you. think and feel and what works for me. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, add that to the list for our next M episode. Very mm. excited. She's one of our favourite guests. Yeah, yeah. I love it when I have something that is a little bit woo-woo and she can go, well, actually – this is why in your brain yeah. that happens. Maybe that can be the episode with her, the without the woo-woo, and she explains all yeah. the science behind it all. Yeah, that would be really, really cool. Are you listening, Em? <laughs> she will be. Start thinking. <laughs> she will be, and she'll be able to explain it so well because she explains everything. Yeah, and of so course she'll well. be listening. She's one of our biggest supporters. Yeah, friend of the pod. Yeah. So how I create my vision board, and it's really timely that we're doing this episode because when I put a post on my story last night to say creating a vision board. A few people actually asked me how I go about it. And there are heaps of resources out there. There are some really great resources out there, but you just have to find something that appeals to you. Like um, Alex and I just created a podcast vision board and I gave her full creative freedom over it. And it's very colorful and very pretty. (laughs) There's stickers and there's going to be glitter at some point. (laughs) And that's not how my personal vision board looks like. It's just photos. And like, there's a certain aesthetic the way that I like to do it versus when I do it with Julia, we'll do it in a different way. Sarah would do it in a different way. So I like to do a vision board for a year, but you can do it for six months. You can do it for five years. You can do it for 10 years. It's completely up to you. I start a list on my phone like you do with your goals. So it would be very easy for you to take that list that you already create and then look for the images that you need for a vision board. So I divide it up into categories and list all my goals, which I usually print out as well and put in my office because there'll be some things that like, I don't like to write too many words on my vision board. So I'll have it there, but I'll know what the representation is in picture form. And then I'll start to collect photos or albums on my phone. So like sometimes I collect quotes over the course of the year or if I see somewhere that I want to travel with or someone that really inspires me, like I'll save it in a folder in my phone for my like next vision board. Yeah. And then I usually plan to meet up with the girls. So it's a little bit of accountability. We go through the last year, you know, what came to fruition, how things came in a different way to what we expected, the things that are going on again, because we want to keep working on them in the next year. And then we create our vision boards and then we go through what the representation is. So we're explaining it. We've got the accountability to someone else as well, which is really powerful. And then I hang it up somewhere where I can see it. So I put mine in my office where I see it all the time. Uh, One year I had a, and this might appeal to you, Alex, I had a sticker pack of stars and I added a gold star when things were achieved or when things had come up and I'm still yet to manifest slash vision board the Brisbane Lions to a premiership, but fuck, we got close. (laughs) That was on my vision board once. (laughs) And yeah, personally, I do a physical board, which I do photos printed out at Kmart and I pin it onto a cork board, but you could also do a digital one. Like some people will create a screensaver in Canva Ah. and they'll put it on their phone background. So it's front of mind. That's clever. 
Yeah. Yep. Sometimes I do this like month to month. Yeah. So I'll just pick an image and I'll put a few goals on there because you look at your phone screen so often Mm -hmm. that it's good to really have it front of mind. Or some people would do a Pinterest board. Yeah. So like because you were saying that you do lots of goal setting on your phone and all your organisations on your phone, like a digital one might be really appealing to you. That's a good idea. Even if I just take a photo of the one I create and save that on my phone. Yeah. I love that. I just thought I would share a few things on my personal 2024 vision board to put out there. So one was to inspire and motivate people and to have a big impact and remember that as one person, I can still have a really big impact. So in order to remember that, I actually have a picture of me and Ned Brockman. I saw that. Love. Yeah. Yeah. So um, obviously he's making a massive impact and it's just a reminder to do things in a way that feels really good to you and not lose a sense of who you are yeah. and how much you can have an impact by being you yeah because he's you know got a mullet and <laughs> he's an ocker. blonde hair and he's ocker and he just has you know raised so much money for homelessness which is so epic and he's just had such an impact on so many lives and really pushes people to do things that they didn't believe that they were capable of so obviously he's a bit of a inspiration so uh 2025 the girls and I are going to do the New York marathon so we'll have to start Ooh, planning that this year yeah uh, so that's on there I have a few expanders on there so if you're not aware of what an expander is it's a person who has done the thing that you want to do and makes you believe that it's possible yeah so I only kind of learned about expanders maybe in the last year but it's just like surrounding yourself or consuming the content of people who've done what you want to do yeah. to show you that it's possible yeah so it's kind of like a self-belief sort of thing so for me it'd be like the shameless girls yeah yeah so one of the expanders that I have on my board is Rebecca the business coach that I work with at the moment who we will hopefully be having on the pod very soon with her money story so I'm not going to say anything else about that because we really want to get her on the pod very interesting to talk about that yeah Um, my confidence goal which I've already spoke about and a few business ideas and further study that I want to do to advance my business that's just a few things there's like travel and how I want to feel and how I want to show up a lot of that as well. Yeah, I love that. So I've actually written on the script Alex's reminders, but I think during the uh, period between Christmas and New Year's, which is actually one of my favourite weeks I know a lot of people there's a lot of memes out there that's like is that does that time even exist you know it's Mm. a very weird time but I think that I will create a vision board and get the kids to do theirs as well I don't know if Kev will be into it but we'll see so yes I will be putting these on so one of the things that I'm really excited for in the new year is that Kev is going to have long service leave so that's time that I have to spend on my business which you're gonna need because there's some exciting things happening yes so I've got that uh, obviously one of the biggest focuses is bread and better yeah um, I forgot to say that there's heaps of shit about that on my is. vision board obviously yeah. so we'll get into more specific goals in a minute I yeah I've also got like picking up some clients for hey Al I want to develop uh well this is already happening <laughs> I want to develop another podcast look at that that's like literally happening <laughs> in the time that you wrote this list <laughs> to now. Oh, I'm very excited about that. There's a lot of really cool things coming. I'm also going to work on my confidence and stop doubting myself as much. Learn how to let things go. Hughes book. 
Hugh's book. Yep. Plan a month long holiday. Also focus on my health. Obviously the triathlon. <laughs> oh yeah. That's so exciting. I'm yeah. actually, I feel like a really bad. I'm shitting myself. Friend because I'm not even going to be in the country when you I would not try. even expect you to be oh. there. I don't, I'm kind of like, don't want anyone to be there in case I fail epically. You won't. Kev's like, I think Kev genuinely believes I'm going to fall off my bike. Have you gone on your bike yet? No. <laughs> have you been doing the program again? part you? of my program. Yes, I have been doing your program. I'm very proud of myself. Yes, I think it's next week. It's okay. the bike. 2K yeah. run I'm doing tomorrow. I did the swim the other day. Nice. Yeah, so loving it. That's really good. And yeah, like I said, it's just got to be what it means to you. And what I actually did on my vision board this year, which I hadn't done before, is on the back of the photos, I wrote a little bit about what they represented to me or how I wanted to feel. Oh, I like that. So like on the back of the Ned one, I wrote like impact, contribution, authenticity, things like that, which yeah. was just a new little little secret messages behind really there like that. for myself. Yeah. yeah. I like that because as a writer, I like to kind of nut everything out in words. Words, yeah. So, so maybe yours will idea. have quite a lot of words on them. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's very true. So we just did a little vision board for the podcast just to let Alex dip her toes into the vision board world. So are we going to talk about a few things that's on the podcast and put, yeah. put them out to the universe? Let's. So I have got on there, we've got dream guests. I'm skipping forward, but um, I'm just so excited. So my dream guest is Hugh from The Imperfects. Yes, yeah, and my, the Resilience Project. The Resilience yeah. Project. He's my absolute dream guest. The way that there's so many uh, similarities in our lives and the experience he had with his sister is something that I'm really interested to get him on the podcast to talk about because I've never, ever heard my experience reflected in someone else's. Yeah, he's pretty up there for a dream guest because obviously you find him incredibly relatable. Yeah. And I am just starting or I'm almost finished the Resilience Project which I don't know how I haven't listened to it sooner and I'm just fucking obsessed with his way that he looks at the world and the kindness that he treats people with and the potential that he pulls out of people and I'm keen. Yeah, I'm, I'm keen. really keen. Yeah. Yeah. He is a very inspirational man. Yeah. If someone's listening to this and you know Hugh, please pass it on. <laughs> yeah, definitely. We will be reaching out. Yeah. And then Worlds Collide. I really love uh, Chloe and Elodie from the Darling Shine podcast, which we've talked about before as well. And I just think that those girls show up with so much authenticity yeah. and they talk about really hard shit but they, they're they just themselves. Yeah. And yeah. it's just so refreshing. They're so genuine. Yeah. Yeah, so refreshing. Like they swear, they're a little bit bogan at times. Like I just think that they're so, so, yeah, refreshing is the, r- the right word and they're touching on these really hard issues. So I would love to have them on the podcast and then it was so weird that we've been talking about this so much because they just did a podcast episode with you Yeah, and we were like, ah, it's oh. our, our dream guest world talking collide. to each other. And um, I think that they really align with our show so it would be a great yeah crossover because yeah. I think we're very similar we also talk about really hard things and yeah. we're very genuine and authentic mm. and mm. it's just a natural <laughs> very natural um it just makes sense it just makes sense guys 
So we've also got, this is what Tegan was talking about last week about if your goals don't scare you, they might not be big enough. And your idea for how many downloads was... I think I said 20,000. 20. And I was like, no, we're going to get 50. 50,000 downloads. 50,000 downloads is the goal. And then top 10 on the charts. Yeah. However, 10. then when I made a little, I made a little image. Yeah. So that's another thing you can do for your vision boards. I went and screen grabbed our little podcast tile and then superimposed it onto the charts. I was and very impressed. It's in spot four. Yeah. Which is very achievable. Yeah, we can do anything. Of course we can. So spot four. So we're manifesting or slash working towards number four on the charts. Yeah. And that's, what did we get to this year? 64? 69. I mean, sorry, 2023, 69. 69. <laughs> so really, the dip, like 69. Yeah, we can fourth. do it. That is not, that doesn't seem that hard. And this one. So Kev and I, when we talk about like, I shouldn't say that we're not that into manifesting because we have this thing and I think I mentioned it a few times called quack, quack, duck. I, okay, you say this all the time and I have no fucking idea what you're talking <laughs> thought, about. Do you know once I said it to you and I was like, I wonder if I've ever explained this to her. I thought I Is had. Is it like Lucky Duck? So it's actually something we took from um, the Schmitz, uh, Veronica Fury is one of my best friends and her kids are my best friends. So our family friends, they had this thing growing up where if they couldn't get a car park, they'd say quack, quack, dark and a car park would appear. So we started, oh, I don't know, I don't even know. When Oscar was like three, we started doing quack, quack, dark to get a car park. Now we kind of do it for everything. Like when we went to Disneyland and it was raining, we were like quack, quack, dark. Like it is going to stop raining. And then it stopped raining. Like, so it rained the whole time we were in the line. It pissed down. We walked in and we're like quack, quack, dark. And it stopped. I think on some level, like whether you believe it or not, like yeah. people manifest on some level. Like, yeah. And then you see those people that are just like, well, it's like people pray. Exactly. It's like, it's what it's like. Everybody kind of sort of believes in something, whether yeah. you believe in God, the universe, luck, yourself. You, yeah, like you, that, like you just believe in some sort of a higher power. Yeah. Mo- most people do. And mine is a duck. <laughs> yours is a duck. <laughs> Last night we were driving to the Enchanted Garden and we drove past. Do you mean South Bank? Is no, it in no, South Bank? No, no, the Enchanted Garden's at Roma Street. Oh, so it's an actual thing. It's incredible. Did you not get tickets? We go every um, year. <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> oh, my God. Did you not get tickets? You said that like it was a fucking Kendrick Lamar concert. <laughs> I had an alarm set in my phone and me and my friend Alyssa were also, together. it sells out. It sells out. It's Alyssa like, and I were together and we kept refreshing, refreshing, refreshing. It's giving like splendor back in the day. <laughs> for, for were you in the Christmas green room? Lights. <laughs> So anyway, the quack quack duck thing, there is this office space in the same building that my friend Veronica operates her um, production company out of. And every time I've driven past it, I've been like, I want an office there one day. And it's exactly where I've had in mind for our podcast studio. And last night we drove past and it's Felice. And I said to the kids, I was like, quack quack duck, like put it out there. This is going to be mummy and Tegan's studio. And Kev was like, I can still see you there. Like you can um, go and have coffee with Veronica. Like put a picture on the board of that actual building. Yeah. I'm going to go take a photo. I mean, not saying that, like, I know it's Felice now. I'm not saying we're going to move into it now, but just felt like a coincidence that that sign was even there. So that was the next one on our thing is a studio Oh, yeah, moving space. to a studio. <laughs> yeah, so um, whatever that looks like. And we've got our merch from, yeah. uh, is it Merch Girls? So you're putting Merch Girls on there, but I'm manifesting that we go bigger than that. We probably need to like get a warehouse. Well, maybe maybe Merch Girls is the Maybe Merch Girls is year. 2024. <laughs> yeah. It's 2024. And then, yes, getting a warehouse because we'll be rolling out that merch. Yeah. 
Tegan has planned a little segment for us. Yeah, so I thought we'd do a really cute little segment. Obviously, this is a little bit of a cutesy episode, hopefully to get some tangible takeaways about how to create a vision board. We do realize that we have talked about ourselves for the majority of this episode, and that's not entirely our usual vibe. And we have some absolutely amazing guests coming up in 2024 with so much good health educational content so we're so so excited with that but very excited I just I just like I we love a cutesy episode from time to time I loved our biggest lessons episode that we did earlier yeah Uh, so I just wanted to round this out with a really cute segment so I thought we would share something we are proud of the other one for from 2023 yeah, I'm excited about this. So I... Also, I don't know why I made this segment when I'm so awkward taking compliments, but <laughs> it's good for personal growth. And make this a snip of your face. So I am proud of you, Tegan, for doing the podcast because you were genuinely terrified when I approached you. Yeah, I was... Approached you. Full approached is... A Accosted. Generous. <laughs> ran at you. <laughs> um, With aggression <laughs> and intensity. I've been thinking about it for so long when I just assumed you were thinking about it too. No man, no wonder the kids want to see me. They want to see if I'm still frightened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were like, what the fuck is mummy doing to that woman? And then even when we met at Florence and had our first, I don't want to say planning meeting, when I showed you and the you didn't like my t-shirt. slideshow. <laughs> <laughs> when I showed you the slideshow I'd created about what the podcast would be and you were still terrified and then we had a few planning sessions and you were like, oh, I just don't know that I can come up with enough ideas. So I'm proud of you because you've come up with so many ideas. They're endless. Thanks. And I think a big part of that was, and this is something I'm also proud about, is you quitting at 45. So that allowed so much room for creativity. And I feel like since then, like you've just come up with so many ideas. So that's been huge. And like you embracing that creative side of yourself. And I'm really proud, and I've said this before, about how you write scripts because that's a big deal to be able to write. And I don't want to – like, guys, our show is not scripted. Like, I don't want to say, you know, this is all planned. But, like, obviously there's structure around introductions and stuff like that. And Tegan's written the majority of our scripts and they're very well written. And that's a real skill. So I'm very proud of you for developing that as well. Thanks. So I just put taking a chance on the podcast. Yeah. And like seeing the opportunity from your old job and seeing that, you know, you could create something yourself and taking a chance because it is a huge chance to start your own business and starting a business where you have to go all in. So it's not like what I did with my business where I could just dip my toe and then slowly transition across. You have had to make a massive time commitment to this podcast to be able to create Hey Al, and now to expand that. So just this taking a chance. And I think that that is huge. And just like that, it's such a passion led business for you. And I think that a lot of people dismiss their passions because they think, oh, I can't make money. But you have found that you're so passionate. Well, we both found that we're so passionate about this and we kind of often joke that our friends are probably like sick of us (laughs) constantly talking about the podcast, but we kind of keep that to one another. But we have, you know, so many little meetings and phone calls over the course of the week and none of it feels like work. No, never. Um, So I'm just so proud of you for the passion that you put into it. I'm really proud of your self-development and just how open-minded you are and 
how I say little things that I'm saying to, you know, our listeners and not specifically to you, but you're just like, oh, I just did this thing that you said and and, um, like just how committed you are to bettering yourself. And then the last thing that I have is just the level of professionalism that you have for the podcast, like from turning up to that very first meeting with that slideshow where you had fully like researched my whole brand and you had you know worked out what was aligned and you had presented me with all these different ways on how we could produce and create a podcast and just you know week to week the way that you you edit and we do the scripts and we do the meetings it's just such a high level of professionalism and I think you should be so proud of that thank you that um that's like the best compliment I could get being professional (laughs) being professional (laughs) thank you that's so nice. Like probably to the point where I have to remind you to relax sometimes. Yeah, 100%. I can't wait to see what happens with Hey Al and Bread and Butter. Bread, oh, fuck! <laughs> Bread and Butter in 2024. Yeah, and I feel exactly the same way about Fitty Teeth. Thank you so much for listening to our first episode of 2024. We trust you are feeling inspired and motivated to make 2024 your year. I went to say to make 2024 your bitch. (laughs) Do it, your bitch. (laughs) So as you will be vibing from the episode, like I fully believe that our mindset creates our reality and obviously there are situations that are outside of our control, but there is so much that we can influence by changing our mindset. So dream big and start taking action on those huge goals. 2024 is going to be truly magical and I can't wait to see it unfold for all of us. Yay. Yay. (coughs) Cut that out. That sounded sounded terrible. 